Hey, y'all, I'm Kim Stewart, host of Book Marketing Mania, where we talk about all the things to help you meet new readers and market your books online. Y'all, I'm so thrilled to celebrate one year of podcasting, and I wanted to cry when one of my listeners reached out a few weeks ago and was like, isn't your podcast anniversary coming up? I'm so, so incredibly grateful for all of you tuning in and especially reaching out to me on Instagram or email to let me know which episodes are helping you grow your author platforms and market your books. It means the world to me. So hosting a podcast, y'all, is so much fun, but it's also so much work and I still have tons to learn. But I think it's so super cool that this small town girl in Texas can spend a little time behind her microphone sharing my passion for book marketing and it reaches people around the world. Shout out to Emma who left a review from South Africa. Emma, I so appreciate it and I'd love to hear from you on Instagram. Okay, so I've talked with so many of you about starting your own podcast, and some of you, of course, are already podcasting and have helped me on my journey. So for this anniversary episode, I really wanted to share seven lessons that I've learned from one year of podcasting that applies to all of us, whether we're new or a seasoned podcaster. And y'all, it's just seven. Lord knows there's been lots more and there will still be lots more to come. Plus, to celebrate my anniversary, I have a little giveaway at the end, so stay tuned. So just know, going through all these, y'all, again, like I just said, these are all things that I need to learn. So I like to say, do as I say, not as I do. And I always think about the hairdresser scenario that my mother-in-law taught me years ago. And that was when you walk into a hair salon, you look for the hairdresser that has the worst hair. Because that means she didn't have time to do her hair because she's too busy serving clients. And I always think about myself that way. Like, I love marketing other people's content. I love helping authors market their books. I love talking to my neighbor who's a realtor, my friend who's a jeweler. I'll talk to anybody about marketing, but for myself, uh, not so much. (laughs) So I always say, do as I say, not as I do. And these are all things that I personally need to work on. And I hope that you take away something from them too. Okay, so let's get started. Number one, so know your why and stick to it. Remember why you started your podcast in the first place and set reasonable goals and expectations for yourself. You know, it just might be that you're starting an audio blog. You have this message burning on your heart, just like you did as a blogger. It's more for ministry, but now you want to put it in audio form because people are listening. You might be using it to build your author platform for an upcoming book launch or to attract a traditional publisher. Um, You might be using it to market your existing book, or you might be using it to build your credibility as an author and be known as the go-to person on your specific topic. And be ready because it will happen to you. You will have that credibility and people will come and ask you to be a speaker on their podcast. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. So you're going to hear all kinds of ways, of course, on my show and others and out on social media, um, you know, anywhere of the communities you might belong to, you're going to hear all the different ways to grow your show, uh, lots of unsolicited advice about what you should be doing. So I think it's always important to remember your own personal why and stick to it. And staying true to your why will help you be consistent as you go along. Okay, so number two Know who you're serving and always keep them in mind. 
So what do your listeners need? Keep them in the forefront as you're planning content. It helps you be consistent. You know, you can just stick to this is who I'm speaking to. And this is the only person I'm speaking to, right? I don't have to speak to the big crowd. I'm speaking to my target listener. And pay attention to what they respond to on your show. What's resonating with them? Like I said in the beginning, I love when my listeners send me DMs on Instagram or reply to my podcast emails, or even like my course students will reach out during my office hours on Voxer. And they usually mention a previous episode and how we've talked about something with podcast pitching. And they'll give me their feedback. All the people that reach out to me different ways, they give me feedback and ideas for future episodes. And if you have guests, the other thing I would say too is like advocate for your listeners and share their needs with your guests so that they speak directly to them and where they are on their journey. So they're not speaking above their head. They're not making it too simple for your listeners. Just make sure that truly they know who they're speaking to, right? And if you don't know your listeners' needs, then ask them. You know, you can survey them. You can ask them on DMs when they reach out to you. If they reply to your emails, reply back to them and just ask a few simple questions. Just make it super, super easy to get that feedback. But again, I just recommend you know who you're serving and always keep them in mind. Then number three, don't go it alone. Oh my gosh, y'all. I have relied on so many people to help me get my podcast going and to keep me motivated and staying consistent. Um, So I highly recommend you don't go it alone. There's so many ways to do this and you can join free communities on Facebook for podcasters. There's a Spark Christian podcast community, which I've heard me talk about the Christian Podcasters Association I've mentioned too, and I'll be sure and put links in the show notes for both of those. It's a great place to go and ask questions of other podcasters even if you're just getting started they're all so so generous and they both have paid memberships too if you're wanting to kind of put a little bit more into it and you need a you know some monthly accountability and monthly community where people get together on zoom or you're getting coaching um, there are options there that's like kind of a group model Um, I would also say I would highly recommend you get some one-on-one help before you start whether that's one-on-one with another podcaster or one-on-one with like a podcast coach or a mentor and I I have done all of the above and I highly recommend it. And I want to give a shout out to so many people that helped me on my journey um, in the coaching aspect. And that's, you know, Misty Phillip from By His Grace, Crystal Prophet from the Prophet Podcast, Ren Robbins from Don't Wing It, and Alana Dawson. She has the podcasting party. And all of them have been guests on my show. Alana's episode is coming up soon. So, you know, keep an eye out on But I have just learned from so many amazing people that have really, they know podcasting really well. They've been doing it for years and now they're coaching others to do it. And I just really rely on their support, whether it was when I first started or, you know, as as I get hung up on things along the way, I may just follow them on social media too and learn a ton that way. And obviously from their podcast, I learned a ton. The other thing I would say is like, get support where you need it. And maybe you don't have the budget to pay for support yet, like for a VA or an editor, but you could trade off with some friends that are in the podcasting space. Like I, this is what I should be doing because I love the marketing and most podcasters I talk to, they don't want to do that, right? But they would help with editing or they would help with um, brainstorming content or other ways. So think about if you can pay to get some support um, for your podcasting to-do list, or if you could trade off with another podcaster, maybe barter some services or even get an intern. And I love like Crystal Prophet talks about this on her podcast. Um, She's talked about in the past is like, think of your tools and your automation as an assistant as well, 
because they do some of that work for you. And I love, love, love that. Cause like, I know that she talked about Descript as a way to do some of your editing really super easy. And I know Elena Dawson has like a, um, a free email series on, on editing and using some tools like Descript and, you know, just all the social media stuff like Canva doing your graphics, like just think of those things, whatever you're doing to help yourself is kind of your quote unquote assistant as well. So don't discount that as being um, a way to get support. And then I also say right now, I have to throw this in, is a good microphone will save you time from editing. So think of that as being a support. And right this second, while I'm recording, my 22-year-old son is in the very next room, screaming at the top of his lungs, playing video games with his college buddies that are home for the summer. So if you hear him in the background, if you have a really keen ear, you may hear it because I don't edit it out. But if you have a really good microphone like I do, you're probably not going to hear it at all. And I have the ATR 2100, and I'll put that um, link in the show notes. And sorry to kind of divert from that, but that's an important tool in my podcasting journey. Um, That's number three. Don't go it alone. Okay. Um, Oh, I was also going to say, you know, whenever you have a community that helps you, whenever you are in community with other podcasters and are able to bounce ideas off each other or share your frustrations and encourage each other, it's really going to help you stay consistent in your podcasting journey and to keep showing up for your listeners. And it helps avoid podcast burnout, which is huge right now. Okay, number four, plan ahead. So plan ahead when you think about your content, how you're going to market your content, how you're going to record it, how you're going to edit it, how you're going to repurpose it, like everything that goes into making an episode and then everything that happens after the episode's aired. If you can plan ahead as much as possible, it's going to help so, so much. And so it's going to also help you be consistent, right? If you're planning ahead, you can be consistent with your content and keep showing up for your listeners. You can plan out your launches. So if you've got a book launch coming at, products and services are launching, uh, maybe you have specific lead magnets you want to promote or affiliate products. There's so many different ways to go about it. And if you plan ahead, you're not at the last minute going, oh, shoot, I should have promoted XYZ or I should have thought about that in my, pro- my production schedule, especially like if you have guests and you're trying to figure out when they're going to air. To have all that in place in the very beginning is so helpful if you're planning ahead. And so shout out again to Atlanta Dawson. She taught me how to plan out six months of content in one hour. And y'all, it's been amazing. I did it right before I started my podcast. I did it again at the end of the year. And then I did it again. Um, I don't know when it was just, you know, maybe a month or two ago, and I planned out the rest of the year and into 2023. So it's so helpful to just like have that in front of my eyes, like I already know my plan. Um, and it keeps me going, it keeps me motivated on this journey to serve you guys. And then the other thing about planning ahead is you can build breaks in, right? Everybody thinks they just have to keep going. They can't ever take a break from their podcast, and you can. Whether that's like a literal break, like there will not be episodes coming out during the break. A lot of people have done that over the summer. Or if it's just like a break on your time schedule. Like I just want to batch ahead. No, I've got all these episodes recorded, edited. They're loaded in my hosting site so that I can take a break from working on my podcast during the summer. So whatever you want to do when it comes holidays, or if you're just like, I just know ahead, I'm going to take some time off at XYZ time and give myself a break from it. If you plan ahead, it just makes it so, so much easier to do that and helps avoid burnout. And then also, if you have a show that interviews guests, it's so great to to get those ahead of time, right? And then you can be more selective or strategic at when you air those. If it's around a book release or around something that you have going with your guest um, or a certain topic that just fits into something you're launching think about that ahead of time and also this is something that 
I like thought ahead of time of what guest I wanted, but I didn't get them scheduled always as far in advance as I wish I would have. And so that's the other thing I would say is like, figure out a time on your schedule when you have time to interview guests and don't think about the timing, right? You just really want to get the interview recorded and you'll figure out your intro, outro, anything about their book to add later, but you can at least get the core part of the interview. And I've got tons to say on that in a future episode. But anyway, just be thinking about that. And then think about how you can market and repurpose your episodes. That's number four, plan ahead for your um, podcast. And then number five, be strategic with your calls to action. Holy cow, I have got so much work to do on this. So this goes back to your number one, know your why and your goals for your podcast. So think ahead of like, what am I going to measure to see if I'm being successful, if I'm really meeting my goals of my podcast? And again, usually we get so wrapped up around numbers and that's great if that's what your goal is, right? But you're, it may not be a return on investment of, you know, my time and I got this many downloads or, you know, I had this specific guest, I got this many downloads. Um, sometimes it's the return on your relationship. Sometimes it's the return, um, like I said, just, you know, you're building your author platform, you getting the credibility, um, that, you know, spinning off into other opportunities where you and a host get to know each other and y'all, y'all get to collaborate and do all kinds of things. So there's all kinds of ways, right, that ties into your why have you started the podcast. And so tie in your calls to action to go with that. And so the calls to action could be anywhere in your episode, right? It could be in the beginning of the episode, throughout your episode. You could mention something. It could be at the end. Um, you could also use super cool Buzzsprout. If you use the Buzzsprout hosting service, they have this super cool thing called dynamic content. And I have not utilized it as much as I should. And I tell everybody they need to do it. So I'm going to have a whole episode devoted to that coming up soon. Um, but just think about, you know, what is the one thing, no matter what anything else was shared in the interview or your your solo episode, what is the one thing you want listeners to do and have that foremost in your mind? And again, that helps too if you're planning ahead, you can be thinking, okay, I know I want to share these calls to action in my episodes at these particular dates. That was uh, number five, be strategic with your calls to action. And then number six, my favorite, y'all, build in time for guesting on other shows. Okay, I know y'all are all like, it's a broken record on this stuff, but it's so true. It is the number one way to grow your own podcast is for you to go be a guest on other podcasts because you're already serving podcast listeners. So it's just a natural move that they're going to automatically pull up your show in their podcast player and subscribe to it and start tuning in if you've shown up and grave great value during the, the uh, podcast interview. But the one thing I would definitely say, and I have got to be better about this, is be sure and share about your own show in the interview. Because sometimes we forget, we get caught up in our book, right? And even if we're a podcaster and we have a book coming out, we might be talking about our book a little bit or talking about a topic from the book. And then we forget to mention, oh yeah, well, they could come over to your podcast and hear a lot more than you're able to share in the interview. So be sure um, and mention that. And like I said in the beginning, one of your whys might be, your goals might be, you want to elevate your platform. You want to be known as the go-to guest or the go-to author on a specific topic. And that happens when you're a podcaster. And if you're going and guesting on other shows, um, that's going to happen as well. And so, I didn't have a blog before, right? I had there was nowhere that I was sharing content. So that's what I love about this podcast, being able to do that. But I've been so surprised how just having podcaster on my name or just being a host, people see my name as a host of a podcast, how, you know, it just has 
built up my credibility and it's probably honestly a mindset issue, right? But it, but it has built it up in my mind because I see all these invitations coming or these introductions coming from other people. And I know it has to do with my podcast because it wasn't happening before. Again, that's built in time for guesting on other shows. And again, that goes back to, you know, planning ahead and really thinking about what you can do for your own show, like how much time is it going to take from you? Um, You know, just be really realistic about what you can deliver, how much time it's going to take on you so that you can have time in your weekly schedule to show up and serve other listeners as well, or your monthly schedule, however often you want to do that. And then lastly is number seven. Remember, it's your show do what you want, <laughs> but be consistent about it, y'all. My coach and mentor, Crystal Prophet of the Prophet Podcast always has taught me that from the very beginning. Like, it's your show. You can do what you want. So you can decide how often you want to show up, right? But you want to be consistent. Is it weekly? Is it bi-weekly? Is it monthly? Is it, you know, twice a week? Is it a capsule podcast, which is huge right now, right? Maybe you just want to have six to 10 episodes and you're done, right? That's all you want to do. That's my show that I'm a podcaster, but that's all I want to do. You can change the name, y'all. If you come up with a name and later on, it doesn't work for you, change the name. All you got to do is tell your listeners, just be consistent, right? Whatever frequency you choose, be consistent. Is it solo show? Is it guest? Or is it both? Just be consistent at sharing. And y'all, you can change that up. Y'all have seen me do it on my show a bajillion times. Sometimes it's solo. Sometimes it's guest. I just told you in the very beginning, it's going to be both. So at least y'all know it's going to be both, right? Uh, With that in mind, though, just hearing back from so many of you that have been so sweet and want to hear more of my voice, um, as well as interviewing my experts that I just love, love, love to learn from, um, I am going to be moving back to weekly episodes in September. And so I have so many ideas about some shorter content to share with you guys. And it's just not enough time to do it in every two weeks. I'm like, my calendar is way out for all these episodes. And I'm like, I've got to squeeze these in. Y'all got to have this information sooner. So I'm super excited to start doing that in September. And I also have a few really cool, amazing interviews that I've already recorded and they are ready to be scheduled. And I can't wait for y'all to hear them as well. So again, that's seven lessons I've learned after my first year of podcasting. And that's number one, know your why and stick to it. Number two, know who you're serving and always keep them in mind. Number three, don't go it alone. Number four, plan ahead. Number five, be strategic with your calls to action. Number six, Build in time for guesting on other shows. Number seven, remember, it's your show. You can do what you want. All things that I still need to work on. And that's what podcasting is, y'all. It's a work in progress, but it's so, so much fun. So to celebrate my one-year anniversary of Book Marketing Mania, I'm giving away three 30-minute strategy sessions. And all you have to do is head over to my Instagram at Kim Stew Inspired and DM me the word giveaway and you'll be entered. And my team will pick winners on Tuesday, the 26th, and will contact you via DM to get your session scheduled. I'm so super excited. So y'all, thanks again for tuning in. It means so much to me. And I'll see you here in two weeks to help you market your book one podcast at a time.